It's Linda Cobb, and you are talking dirty with the Queen of Clean. On today's show, we're going to talk about selling spring cleaning, making dollars the easy way. We're going to revive spring clothes and more. And I got some quick home solutions for you. And dish soap? You can use it for what? I'm going to answer all of those questions for you in just a minute. But before we get started today, I want to remind you that you can go to my YouTube channel, Queen of Clean. There are hundreds of great videos there with all kinds of cleaning solutions. If you have a problem, go there, check out the videos, pick the one that works for you, and you can watch it right then and there. Or you can go to queenofclean.com. On queenofclean.com, we have a library that has all kinds of answers to cleaning problems that I've been asked over the years. Type in your question, up pops the answers, and you can pick the answer that works best for your problem. It's like having me, the Queen of Clean, at your fingertips 24-7. So don't miss it. And now let's get started and we're going to talk about selling spring cleaning. You know, if you're like me and you're cleaning out, you find all kinds of interesting things. And you can make some money by selling those things, but you need to know where to sell them. So I'm going to give you some quick ideas today. So let's start with exercise equipment because we've all bought exercise equipment and then had a change of heart, haven't we? So to score top dollar for things like jump ropes, hand weights, baseball bats, the list of exercise gear and sporting goods that are accumulating never ends. And the best place to sell it is at Play It Again Sports. You go to playitagainsports.com, a chain with stores all over the country. Go there, sign up, and sell your lightly used sporting goods. And if you're like me, some of them have never been used. So it's playitagainsports.com. Now, what about craft supplies? You know, I always have good intentions that I'm going to make this or make that. And, you know, I buy the stuff and then I come home and I lay it down and there it sits. And I don't usually make things. Sometimes I even put it away and then I find it after a year. And I found a great place that you can actually sell things is on a shopping site that I'm a fan of, Etsy. So Etsy is for things such as homemade home accents, gifts, craft supplies, and jewelry. So when I realized that I could sell my crafting supplies on the site as well, I was excited because if, like me, you're overloaded with yarn, string, glitter, buttons, beads, or any other art supply, it's super simple to resell them on the site, and the listing process is super easy, too. You just have to follow a few short steps to sign up for an account. So check out Etsy if you have craft supplies. Now, what about electronics? Now, this site I'm going to tell you about is really cool because you get same-day payment. I found a site called declutter.com, D-E-C-L-U-T-T-R.com, to be the very best place to sell electronics from old phones to tablets. It's simple. After entering the item you want to sell in the search box, you'll get a quick valuation. Then all you have to do is box up the item, affix the free shipping label, and drop it off at a UPS or United States Postal Service. 
Declutter will pay you the day they receive your items. So again, for electronics, it is declutter.com, and I'm going to spell it for you. It's D-E-C-L-U-T-T-R.com, declutter.com. Now, let's talk about clothes. Um, One thing you can do is you can bundle similar items, and this is something I found works quite well. Branded clothing and accessories are always the hottest secondhand sells. We all know that. The trick to selling when you don't have brand names is if you have, say, 10 blouses in a similar style and size, list them on fashion selling sites like Macari or Poshmark in bundles or lots. It will garner a lot of interest and it makes prospective buyers feel like they're really snagging a bargain because they're getting 10 things for a certain price. So if you don't have branded items to sell, make sure you think about bundling. It makes it a great way to sell. Now, a lot of us as moms or grandmothers like I am have toys And hosting a yard sale is a great idea, of course. If you have a lot of kids' toys, games, puzzles, DVDs to unload, host your own garage or yard sale just for toys. With all the supply chain issues we've been experiencing, toys have been scarce and therefore in much higher demand. So prospective buyers are on the lookout. Plus, with a home sale, you can sidestep the hassle of finding different size boxes and supplies in order to ship items. Just be sure you post sale signs that clearly say toy garage sale to nab the attention of would-be toy shoppers. I found that buyers who are interested in toys will usually buy quite a bit at once. They might come looking for puzzles, but then they find many other items they hadn't thought about. And in the end, they end up buying a lot of the things that you want to get rid of and you end up making a few dollars. Now, I want to talk about reviving spring clothes and we can do this for pennies. You can lift jewelry tarnish with a pencil eraser. Copper, silver-plated jewelry can oxidize from body oils or humidity changes, and it can cause the metal on your necklace to develop kind of green spots. To remove them, gently rub the spots with a pencil eraser. Now, you want to avoid rubbing gems, but for metals, they're great. The rubber instantly buffs away any tarnish. And because I found this so effective, I picked up one of those little pinky racers on Amazon and I use it now for all my small pieces of jewelry and it keeps them bright and shiny with no damage. Now, what about removing lint and pet hair? Now, if you've got a big dog or you've got three or four cats, you have pet hair. And when I say pet hair, I mean pet hair. I only have two cats and they're short hair and I have pet hair. And one of the things you can do to get it off of furniture, dresses, toys, tops, shorts, other items is to use a paint roller and wrap some duct tape or packing tape sticky side out around that roller. Spin it over your clothes and voila! the pet hair is gone. So again, we're taking a paint roller and we're wrapping it sticky side out with either duct tape or packing tape and using that to remove pet hair. 
Another great tip is how to nix odor in sneakers, and you can use citrus peel. Now, this is really easy. Now, if your sneakers are smelling a little off, and I mean it's summer, whose don't, try dropping a few lemon peels with the lemon yellow side up into your shoes and let them sit overnight. Now, why does this work? The white pith absorbs moisture and odor while the citrus scent freshens the shoes and it makes a huge difference. So again, we're going to drop it in with the yellow side, the peel side up and the white side down to absorb and remove odors and leave a fresh scent in your shoes. Now, I have a sun hat that I pack and drag with me when I travel, and it does get out of shape. There's no question about it. In fact, sometimes it looks downright funky. So if your favorite hat has been squashed or flattened out, or maybe somebody sat on it, maybe it sat in a box all winter, here's how you can reshape it. You're going to fill a spray bottle with water. And you're going to lightly mist, and I'm saying lightly mist, down the hat inside and out. Then you'll set your hair dryer to low heat and use it to partially dry the hat. To finish it, wear the hat for an hour or two. As it dries, the hat will form correctly to the shape of your head, smoothing out any wrinkles in the process. And believe it or not, it looks like new. I had a hat that somehow, when my husband and I were packing up to come home, we threw shoes in on top of. And boy, did it look a mess. I mean, like throw it out mess. And I used this method. It worked great. Now, if you have musty clothes, you can clean those up with just a blast of one of my favorite things for cleaning, vodka. To lift odors from dry clean only clothes at home, fill a spray bottle with one half cup of water and one quarter cup of vodka and about three or four drops of lavender essential oil. You'll lightly mist the garments. The alcohol kills the odors causing mold and bacteria and the oil scent refreshes while its antibacterial properties sanitize. So again, let me give you those measurements. It is one half cup of water, one quarter cup of vodka, and three or four drops of lavender. And you're only going to mist. You're not going to saturate. And then let them hang to dry out. And you will be amazed how well this works. It's something I've recommended for a long time for jeweled things and stuff that you wear at Christmas and you can't clean. It always cleans them up just fantastic. So let's move on to some smart and quick home cleanups. These are quick tips of the queens that are going to save you time, they're going to save you money, and they're going to be easy to do. So it's summer, we're in the garden, and we want to prolong the life of our garden tools. Now, if you can't wait to put your new gardening tools to use now that the water's warmed up, you really want to think about how you're going to keep them clean when you're done. And what I do is I fill a small planter or a small bucket with sand. 
Then spray cooking oil over the sand. Mix until the sand is moist. Then slide the tools into the grains so that the metal parts are completely covered. The sand and oil will form a protective coating to block out water so your tools will stay rust-free and in tip-top condition. And this really does work because how many times have you gone to use a tool and realized that it's got rust all over it? And this is a great clean way to store them too. Now, I had a question by email the other day about how do you clean under a dresser? Well, you know, a dresser is pretty heavy to pull out. It can scratch the floor. And rather than getting down on the floor to clean these hard to reach areas, try this tip. It has worked for me. I remove the bottom drawer and I stick the vacuum hose in the space. I clean it out and then I put the drawer back in. Now, you can even wash under there if you need to the same way. Just take that drawer out, clean under it, put the drawer back in. You don't have to move anything. It's that easy. Now, one other thing, and I've talked about this before on the podcast, but I want to remind you because ants are a big problem right now. Spring days like we're having, warm weather means pesky ants popping up around the house. To get rid of them, you can take a paper bag, a cloth bag, you can take a coffee filter that you will rubber band tightly shut, and you will put dry, unused coffee grounds in it. Place those where you spot the ants, like inside a cabinet, um, on a windowsill, wherever it is. You and I may love the smell of coffee, but ants find it unbearable. And the caffeine is toxic, so they will definitely stay away and you won't have to worry about it. Now, I was thinking the other day when I was doing dishes, yes, even the queen does dishes just like you do, about things that you can use dish soap for. And as I was thinking about it, I was thinking, you know, what kind of dish soap should I use and what kind of things can I do with it? And, you know, I was just trying to be creative. So I've got a few ideas for you. Maybe you won't like all of them, but maybe you'll like a few. So first of all, to ensure a flawless manicure, the secret to avoiding unsightly chips in your at-home manicure, before painting your nails, add a few drops of dish soap to a small bowl of warm water. Then soak your fingers for three to five minutes before wiping dry. Now, why does this work? The soap will lift any of the natural oils that can keep polish from adhering to your nails well. Plus, it will leave your cuticles extra soft. And when you're done polishing, don't forget to apply some hand cream and work it in around those cuticles too. You can also restore lackluster jewelry. To make non-pearl type gemstones glow again, try this. Fill a bowl with warm water, add a few drops of dish soap, and let the pieces soak for about 15 minutes. Then gently scrub them with a soft toothbrush before rinsing and drying well. And I never put them back in a crowded drawer until I've let them sit out and air dry well. That soap will dissolve the dulling body oils and your jewelry will sparkle again. Now, make sure that you aren't using that on pearls. They do not like dish soap. And if you've got grandkids or babies at home, 
you're going to need a flexible ice pack sooner or later. And this is something I've done for years, not only with my own kids, but with my grandchildren. I like to keep an ice pack handy in the freezer for soothing bumps and bruises and things like that. And lots of times they're stiff and you, you can't kind of work them around little knees and elbows and things. But here's the alternative. I fill a plastic zip top bag with dish soap. Then I freeze it for future use. Now, this is what happens. The soap gets icy, but it won't freeze solid. This results in a softer and more bendable ice pack. Now, when you're doing this, you don't have to use an expensive dish soap like Dawn. You can use a dollar store variety and pour it in. Now, what I do for safety's sake is I put that in the bag, then I squeeze the air out, I seal it, and then I put it in a second bag just to be sure I'm not going to get leaks. But this works great for those little bumps and bruises. Now, if you want to guarantee that you have really great blooms on your flowers, you know, maybe you get a beautiful bouquet for a holiday, for a birthday, for something, you can make them last with, believe it or not, dish soap. To do this, you're going to add a drop or two of the liquid soap to the water whenever you refill the vase. And why does that work? Because the suds will kill any bacteria that causes flowers to wilt. So you can enjoy your blooms longer. Now, I got roses for Mother's Day, and I did this. And my roses are going on 10 days, and they haven't died yet. And those of you who know roses know that they usually don't last so long. So give that a try. Now, if you're going to be painting, you also want to keep some dish soap handy. Um, What you can do is you can remove the mess from your hands and your arms, and for me, for other parts of my body too, I'm such a poor painter, by rubbing dish soap on dry, exposed skin before you begin. Rub it on before you begin. The dry layer of soap creates a barrier that prevents paint from drying onto the skin, and it will wash right off when you're done. And I can guarantee you that this works because when I paint, I have had it run down my neck so far that it went on down my leg to my feet. Of course, I was painting a ceiling, so I mean, you know, that wasn't the easiest part. But using the dish soap really does work. Now, if you have a squeaky hinge and you don't have anything else to use right away, you can also take a drop or two of dish soap on a clean cloth and use it to rub all over the hinges. The slick liquid will lubricate the metal so the door can move smoothly and quietly. And when you're doing it, If you've got an old rag that you can throw out, then yes, use a cloth. If not, use a paper towel or a shop towel because hinges always have black graphite on them and it will rub off and you won't be able to use the rag again. So I think, well, wait a minute. You know what? I want to tell you about one other thing because my daughter-in-law found this out. Um, If you've got inflatable toys for your kids and Maybe one of them is leaking all the time. And of course, if they're leaking, like rubber duckies and things like that, they can get mold and mildew in them. And it's a good idea to find out where they're leaking so you can just tape it up or glue it up and it won't leak anymore. So all you need to do is pour two cups of water and about five squirts of liquid dish soap into a spray bottle, spritz it all over the toy, and then press down on the plastic 
as the air escapes from the hole, it will create a soapy bubble that will show you exactly where that needs to be patched. And this works for pool floats and all kinds of things like that. It will show you where it's leaking and you can patch it so before I go, I want to remind you about my private Facebook page, Queen of Clean Insiders. Now, I answer a lot of questions on there for people, of course, but we all share with each other. And I have learned some great things from my Queen of Clean Insiders. We share all kinds of things, including recipes for a day when we're busy with cleaning and things like that. So go to Facebook and join Queen of Clean Insiders and feel free to invite your friends too. We're our own little family and we love it. So if you have a question you want to ask me and you want to hear me cover it on a podcast, go to Linda Cobb at queenofclean.com. Linda Cobb at queenofclean.com. And I'll try to answer it for you on a future podcast. So until next week, thanks for talking dirty with the Queen of Clean.